Hello, hello. I really wanted to talk today about structure and parenting and just like general mindset work and accommodations and support, all things which I think are like super important. And then as humans, we should all talk about more. I just spent a week with one of my best friends and her family as part of my brand summer road trip. So my friend has a one-year-old daughter and they live in a pretty small town. There's not a lot of things to do. So the majority of the week, we were just chilling, hanging out, playing with a baby. And it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. It was really interesting to be around someone who is like raising a child, especially, you know, the first year of their life. Like, because we live so far apart, I've seen the baby when she was first born and I've seen her once since then. I think she like maybe just turned one and it was just like incredibly astounding to see you know, seven, eight months later, how much she's grown, like, mentally. <laughs> like, I don't feel like she physically was all that much bigger or stronger, but, like, she's talking now or, like, beginning to talk, you know. She's learned a lot of sign language. She's able to communicate much more efficiently, you know. She's starting to learn how to walk, like, you can clearly see from spending time with her how many things she's putting together, how many things she's learning. She is just like always watching and like picks things up so quickly. And it's just so exciting. Like I very much enjoyed like hanging out with her. And it was so interesting to see like how far I've come in my like mental health and like general well-being this is something that's come up a lot for me recently as i've just started you know this process of traveling and like we're up from the road and not having a set structure or set plans or like anything really like structured to rely on and, you know, the first few weeks were actually fairly difficult. I, you know, had to sit down and talk with my therapist about it and be like, you know what? I recognize that this is what I asked for and what I wanted and how I chose to spend my time. And I am finding it really difficult right now. And like those two things can both be true at the same time. I have so many coping mechanisms that I can rely on and that like have really been serving me. I feel very proud of myself because I've really been like able to turn to those things and like utilize those coping mechanisms. And overall, I've been doing really, really well. Um, and so it was really interesting to, after these two weeks of, like, absolutely nothing being the same, to spending a week where, like, there is a very set structure. Like, you know, she's a baby, so she, like, gets up at a certain time. She takes a nap at a certain time. She's lunch at a certain time. She goes to bed at a certain time. And, like, you know, because her parents, like, also have this same structure with her, like, they also go to bed, like, you know, fairly early and, like, it's just like so funny because I was like, honestly, it's just like so interesting to me because sure, like I know a lot of people had the set structure of school where like you had to do things like at a specific time, whatever, like you're on a time period, like a timetable for your classes and whatever. But like I've always been to alternative schools, so 
like really and honestly, I've never had like a very set structured kind of schedule. It's been able to just do things like as I feel. And I've been incredibly fortunate that as I've moved on in my career and like moving on into the world that I've been able to have jobs and classes and be able to like maintain that ability of making my own schedule and doing things as they align with my energy and my moods and whatever, which is not always as wonderful as it sounds, right? Like there are definitely times where even being able to choose my own schedule is very difficult for me to get things done or you know, like if I don't have motivation when there is no urgency and no deadline, like it is really difficult for me to like come from a place of self-motivation or at least it can be right. Like that's something I'm sure I will always have to work on like most lessons in life. It was so interesting for me to experience that kind of like intuitive schedule for this child. And so that's what we did. And like it's definitely influenced by you know, her parents and the decisions that they're making and raising their child. But it was just fascinating to me to see how quickly and easily I am able to conform to a structure like that and how much I enjoyed it. I feel like I was able to get a lot done and I managed to do things like spend time with the people that I love as well as do like work tasks and like deliver on expectations and I just felt like I was able to balance things very well because the nature of that schedule just very much allowed me to rest and to start off my day to like start off my day surrounded by people that I love and with play you know like Really and honestly, like being around a baby all day, like, you know, my friend's husband was making fun of me the first night there. He was like, are you playing with baby toys? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. These are a fucking blast. <laughs> and we're sitting there watching Bluey like, fuck, I do that myself all the time anyways. Like, really and honestly, it just was so fun to like start my day in such a structured manner with play and with connection as like the very first thing that I did in the day and moving on to work later just was very supportive to the work that I was doing this week. It was just like a very interesting, interesting observation period for me. You know, I think that that's an experiment that I might play around with later. I'm really interested to play around with having a more set schedule for myself and to see, you know, what kind of an impact that makes and also to just continue playing with allowing myself to do the work that lights me up and allowing myself to not have strict boundaries around work during this time. My primary goal for the next two months is to connect with the people that I love before I go traipsing around leaving the country, right? Like, I'm going to be very far, farther even than I am now from all of these people. And I do, you know, have aspirations and believe that I can spend more time making intentional connections with them on a more regular basis rather than, you know, not talking until I take a spur of the moment, like, last minute fucking road trip, right? No, but like, the goal of the next two months is connection. 
both with the people that I love and am going to visit and, you know, with potential clothing and just in general with people who I genuinely believe I can best serve and help. And I think that that's something that's always going to change and evolve as I learn and grow and attempt different things. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is how do I best build connections with people and how can I help people get to this point of self-recognition and self-accommodation to where you are able to design the life that you want to live and you're able to design a business that supports you that supports your team and is able to support a different way of working in this world. I don't believe that the neurotypical ways of doing things are always what's going to be in your best interests, right? A lot of my experiences and my identity have shaped how I look at the world and have shaped how I make my decisions and why I have made choices that are absolutely shocking to like the majority of the people in my life, right? And I feel like I have come so far in my own self-trust, in my own knowledge that things have always worked out before and therefore I can trust that I will figure them out now. And I've made it through so many hard times. So you know, I recognize that, like, the choices that I'm making might not lead me to the easiest, most comfortable path, but I have made a lot of choices in an attempt to find that easiest path, and frankly, I don't know if there is one. I think, in general, you know, life's kind of a bitch, and so you might as well do the things that you enjoy, because there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be things that are difficult, even if it's literally just like waking up in the morning or like fucking, you know, just reparenting yourself, like learning how to live with your mind and your trauma and learning how to deal with illness and with disability and with different in a world that is not always accepting of that is incredibly challenging, right? And all of those things are such common experiences. And I think, you know, like the goal of making things easier is something that we're all striving for. But easier does not necessarily mean non-challenging, does not necessarily mean everything is always perfect, does not necessarily mean that anything in this life is guaranteed, whether that's safety, security, financial means, a job, like, you know, I just think that for me, at least, if I put myself, my needs, and my desires above all these expectations and these desires of others, at the end of the day, It might not be the easiest path, but it's going to be the path that I am most motivated to pursue. And it's been so interesting to talk with so many people and to see the different life paths that all of my friends have chosen, to see the different places that we've all ended up. A lot of these friends are people that I haven't seen in a very long time, people that I knew when I was much younger, when I was, I mean... I wasn't necessarily a different person, right? Like, I'm still me regardless of what choices I make or what situations I find myself in. But 
I was definitely like in some very different mindsets and making a lot of like very wild choices when I met a lot of these friends. And so seeing how, you know, we've all changed and we've all grown and we've all gotten to know ourselves more as the years have gone by has been so fascinating, especially, you know, spending time with my friend who just became a parent and like seeing the choices that she's made to get there and like the decisions she has to make constantly. Being a parent has been really fascinating for me. Because being a parent is never something that I have really seen or wanted for myself. Even from a very young age, like, you know, having children is something that's like kind of expected of women. And it just like, even as a child, I was very much like, no, I don't think I really want that. And that hasn't really changed. Like, as, But it's been interesting to see how a lot of the challenges that I foresaw in having a child and a lot of the reservations that I had around it have changed as I've grown and matured and more people and met myself and, you know, like made different decisions. It's not something I'm actively seeking, but... I'm definitely a lot more open to the concept of raising children than I was even just a couple of years. And I think a lot of that has to do with the work that I have done for myself. You know, like I've been in therapy for, God, like five or six years, maybe even seven. And, like, I've been doing work outside of therapy as well, but just, like, like the amount of dedication I have put in learning my own desires and my own needs and my own reactions and where my traumas lie and what my triggers are and what the stories that I'm telling myself are, like, coming to terms with my queerness and my disabilities and my chronic illnesses and you know like there are just so many changes that have happened in my life in the past years that like I think I've really come to a point where I know that even if having a child is not something that I actively desire I don't believe that the passing of generational trauma and, like, general genetics is... Not that I don't believe that it happens, because I do think, like, you know, when you aren't doing that work, you are passing things, whether intentionally or not, right? Every, I do genuinely believe that everybody's doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have, and, you know, sometimes that falls short of where we want to be, but... You can't shame or blame yourself for not knowing something that nobody taught you. A lot of the generational drama, at least that I've seen in my own family, comes from a general lack of knowledge, right? Like there just weren't resources available to us in the same way that they are today. And I'm sure in, you know, 15, 20 years, there are going to be so many more resources available, right? Like things are changing 
We live in a world now where we have access to everyone's opinions. We have access to so much research. Like, I can drive across the country without knowing where I'm going because I have a map in the palm of my hand. And I can look at that map and record this. Like, and, you know, that's something that wasn't possible even, like, when I was a child. And so I just feel like I am looking at all of these different options and these different choices from a place of much more compassion than I ever would have before. And that feels really good. You know, I genuinely can say that I love who I am and I love the things that I'm doing and the choices that I'm making, even when things are difficult. Right. And even when I'm struggling, like that doesn't change the fact that I am still so excited and so excited to spend time with the people that I love and so excited to keep like seeing my time and my energy and learning and growing and trying new things and being in new places, right? Like one of the reasons why I love travel so much is that it opens up so many opportunities, right? Like so many chances to learn something something new to see the world in a little bit of a different way i genuinely believe that that is so so important especially as you're learning who you are and you're you know working on the person that you want to be like i just think this idea that like you can stay in the same place always with the same people and like always be the same person is not the most satisfying way to live life i believe that as people we were born to grow and change and learn new things and that that is so so important like there are literally so many things to learn like you go to a new place and suddenly all of the lights are flashing and it's like typically that means you stop and then go forward but like does that is that what it means because nobody else is stopping here i just like i do know that this is something that is so important to me and i recognize that it may not be the same for everyone I recognize that, like, if I hadn't gotten the mental health and the medications and done the work, like, my anxiety would be off the fucking charts right now. The fact that, like, everything is constantly changing has historically been very, very difficult for me. So, like, I recognize that, like, you know, part of the reason why I'm in this place is because of the medication that I'm taking, is because of the incredibly dramatic difference it has made in my mental health. And I'm fairly certain that there is going to be a whole episode dedicated to this. I might have even already recorded this, right? Because it's, like, made such a huge difference, and I think it is so, so important to talk about. But I'm so fascinated by the dichotomy of structure and chaos and this idea that, like, somehow life must be either one or the other. I feel like I keep coming back to over and over and over and over again this year, the word balance. So many things can exist at once, right? As people, we contain multiple. And it can be really hard to hold multiple truths at the same time, to acknowledge that, like, my feelings aren't forever. To acknowledge that, like, I can make choices and know that things are difficult and still move forward and still trust that this choice was the right one. And 
those are just things that like have come up for me even just recently, right? But I keep coming back to the fact that things don't have to be either or, right? I don't have to give up part of who I am and like things that have been integral parts of my identity, just like the way in which I do things in order to be quote unquote successful or quote unquote productive or in order to, I feel like a really good example of this is in one of the lessons that I learned about balance, right? I have often utilized hyperfocus as my main coping mechanism. Like if I need to get something done, I know how to get myself into a state of hyperfocus and to like be able to focus on one thing and one thing only and just get shit done like all at once, right? And that has historically been something that has been very detrimental to me and the structures in which I was finding myself. Because, you know, that's not how most schools and jobs are often laid out, right? Like you will often have many competing things vying for your attention. And so being able to focus on only one thing was just not a luxury that I had for like a really long time. And so I always looked at that trait as something that was big right like or something that like was making my life more difficult and I've come to realize recently that I've always like told myself that I need to be more balanced I need to be able to like work on more than one thing I need to like be able to work and rest and it's been really interesting to assess myself as I come to a period of life where I have no other obligations and to see how giving myself periods of intense work and then giving myself periods of just rest is also a balance, right? It's not what like I was traditionally taught, but it is still a cycle and a balanced cycle, right? Like the wheel is constantly turning and I am constantly moving on and I don't have to fight against those things, right? Like I can choose to structure my work and my life in such a way that that becomes a benefit rather than a disadvantage. And I think ultimately that's what I want for everyone that I work with, right? I want to help you get to a point to where you can recognize the things you have been doing your natural cycles, your like natural way of doing things and accommodate yourself. Get to a point to where those things become not a detriment, but instead a strength. I think a lot of like neurodivergent people have developed incredible coping mechanisms, right? Diverse people just do things in ways that are different. Like we are able to create incredible coping mechanisms. We're able to like figure things out in ways that like other people can't always because we've had so much practice and having to figure out how to move through this world that was not built for us. And so I think, you know, there is such incredible skill there. And I just want to help people acknowledge that and help people build the systems that can support them and living their best lives, whatever that means to you. We all deserve to live a life 
that is built for us. We deserve the lives that we want. And I think like there's some interesting conversation around the things that and even the ways that the things that we want in our trauma can intersect and how sometimes, you know, we want things that are limiting and things that can be destructive and things that maybe aren't always in our best interest. And like, I'm, I, I'm not saying that that's untrue. Like, I definitely think that there is a lot of interesting conversation to be had there. And I think sometimes, you know, we live the lessons that we need to learn. And sometimes we just kind of have to keep repeating things until we finally come at it with enough knowledge to start making some different decisions. Like, and I don't think, I think it's really important to be aware of our language around that because I don't think that people deserve pain. I don't think people deserve to be in challenging or difficult or horrible situations. Like I said, you know, sometimes life is just straight up a bitch. And I don't think that, like, there's a reason for awful things that happen. But I do think that when you start becoming a conscious author of your reality and you start being aware of the decisions that you're making, the thoughts that you're having, and the ways in which you make an impact on your world, that you can start to initiate change for good and for bad. But it takes that knowledge. It takes that awareness to make those changes. Because if you're constantly living life on autopilot, if you're constantly living life in a trauma response and you never take the time to recognize those, you never are around people who will point them out for you, you are like never in a situation where things might be different and people might have different opinions than you, things are always going to continue on because an object that is in motion stays in motion. Like we have to be jolted and we have to run over a few bumps in the road to start going along some different paths and that's not always fun or easy there are like many ways in which that is fucking awful and an awful experience and and i think it's sometimes really necessary and the ways in which we experience hardship and difficulty can change based on your mindset. And I have seen that and experienced that enough times to know that that to me is the most important thing I could do. That working on my mindset, working on the ways in which I see the world, constantly trying to learn new things and to view things from a different perspective is the most valuable thing that I could do in life because that's what's going to make an impact on how I view challenges. It's what's going to help me with difficult emotions. It's what's going to help me deal with challenging relationships. It's what's going to help me deal with difficult times in life and difficult situations that I might find myself in. But if I am like always stuck in the same kind of thinking with the same kinds of people in the same mindset, yeah, things are going to be terrible. Things are going to stay the same. And I'm sure there are probably lots of other ways that you can bring about change, right? I'm not saying that I know anything and certainly not everything about this situation or like this this concept, but it's what's been the biggest lesson for me so far and what has gotten me through so many different things. So yeah, that's why this is one of the core facets of what I do and what I teach and how I interact with the people and businesses that I work with. You know, my goal is 
is to help you notice the ways in which you are thinking about things and make changes to the way you think where necessary so that you can then start making changes to your life and your actions and like the impact that that can have is absolutely astounding. I've seen it in my own life and I am so excited to see it in yours. All right. I still have 30 minutes on the road. I think I'm going to turn on a fantastic playlist and jam out and I will see you again in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.